Hi, this is Laura Whitmore with the She Rocks podcast, and I'm here today with Suzanne Vega chatting about your new album, An Evening of New York Stories and Songs. Hey, Suzanne, how are you? I'm pretty good, thanks. Awesome, awesome. Well, um, I got a chance to listen to your album recorded at the Carlisle. Um, beautiful production, by the way. Um, Thank you. And the band, wow. <laughs> yeah, they're awesome. Amazing, amazing. Did that space, I mean, you're talking about New York stories in this like iconic New York venue. Did that space inject a special energy into this project? Yeah, for sure. Um, I love the Carlisle. Uh, I always have since I since I heard about it. Um, so to play there was very special. And, uh, and that's why we decided to do a set of New York songs, because it's such an iconic New York venue. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so it was great. That's amazing that you had a whole show of New York songs. Like, did you realize that, that you're, you're very New York focused? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had a feeling that there would be a lot of songs, uh, that had a connection to New York. And, And to be honest, even if the subject matter doesn't mention New York, the, just the fact that I live here and I write here, um, it means that there's usually some kind of New York backstory to a lot of the songs that I've written. Yeah, maybe something inspired you to write the songs. And or, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So even though, if it, you know, a song like Marlena on the Wall, even though it's not about New York per se, I mean, it, it took place in New York. I've, uh, I The Marlena was on the wall in New York. Right. <laughs> so... <laughs> So that's how that worked out. Yeah, for you, it's New York. Like, you know the backstory that makes it New York. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. I loved how you had, uh, you know, some commentary in there that you left on the album. And I think especially for these days, it's kind of nice because it feels like you're there, you know, as part of the show. Yeah. We wanted it to feel live. Um, I, because I knew we were, we were recording it, I... The stories themselves were actually much longer, um, but we—that's uh, a pet peeve of mine—is oh. that I don't—I don't like live albums that have long stories in between, because then you have to hear them all the time. Uh, so we just kept kind of kept it short and to the point. And um, but I—I I like it for that very reason, because now no one's going to see live yeah. shows. I, oh, yeah. so that's really funny because when I listened, I was like, oh, these stories are nice, but I wish they were longer. But I get what you're saying. If I listened to it a bunch of times, I'd be like, oh, I've heard that story. Yeah. But yeah, so we didn't want that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. we tried to keep it a nice, uh, happy medium. Are the stories anywhere that we can hear them, though? That would be cool. Oh, that's an interesting idea. Uh, we haven't made them public yet, but uh, next time I talk to the producer, yeah. I'll figure you maybe should. there would be a website where you could go and hear right? like the unexpurgated, uh, the un, un, unabridged version. I think a lot of people would like to hear that. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I'll think about that. <laughs> I'm That's putting a, a bid cool in for that right now. <laughs> okay. Good. That's very cool. So how was it weird for you to put this out during this whole lockdown time? This came out in the fall, right? It came out in the fall. Yeah, we had a tour lined up for the spring and it was going to come out in the spring and everything was like really going really well. Uh, this tour that I had planned was sold out in Paris and London oh, and man. Berlin. 
So I was really looking forward to it and uh, that everything's been postponed now till 2022. So at least it hasn't been canceled. Right. Um, so it was a little weird. But on the other hand, the whole thing has been so weird. Um, I, I can't remember the last time I spent so much time at home because um, I usually am I'm out there on the road. Um, so I've adjusted just like everyone else. Yeah. What What have you what's been your new focus now that you're? Not going anywhere. <laughs> uh, well, like a lot of people, I've started. I've started to do cooking, uh, which, of course, you know, you kind of have to do. We order in maybe twice a week, but we, but the rest of the time, I, I do the cooking. Or once in a while, my husband will make, you know, have a burger night or a pizza night. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm spending a lot more time cooking than I think I've ever done. I think it's, um, it's like a cooking renaissance right now. Like we're all cooking. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's we have the time and we're at home and it's one way of keeping control of your quality of life. You know, if you can get some vegetables and some fruit, you can yeah. make some really something really nice and it's healthy. And I think it's so, creative too. I feel creative when I come up with a good dinner. <laughs> yeah. I I personally feel lucky when I come up with a good dinner that is <laughs> That isn't burned or isn't, uh, you like know, it's, it's not really Ooh. my forte. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm always like, whew, that came out good. That's really funny. Um, yeah. So, so that's, I'm spending time doing that, but also just trying to make my home more comfortable and make it a place where I can write and where I can read, where I have these nooks where I can um, kind of burrow in mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. instead of just like bringing things home, leaving them there and then going out on the next tour. Right. Which is what I had been doing. Right, right. Have you been working on any new music? Are you inspired to write new songs during this time? I am constantly getting ideas. Yes. I mean, obviously, we have never lived through times like these before. Um, Nobody has. Um, Even when the last time there was a pandemic in the United States, they weren't going through... It's sort of like having the Civil War and the pandemic of 1918 at the same time. Mm. You know, it's really been very crazy uh, times that we're living through. So I'm constantly getting ideas. The question is how to express them. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, how to express them. How do you find a, a way of expressing the range of emotions that we're all going through right now? Um, so I've, I write things down. I have them in pieces. Uh, at some point in the next year, I'll have to go through them and, uh, start cobbling together the next album. Yeah. 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 So we were listening to your album last night and we were just chatting about, um, well, we love, we love your songs from for years and years. And it's so interesting to, to think about how emotional your subject matter is, but how, I don't know, sort of maybe stoic or, or very chill your, your delivery is. And I wondered if you had a thought about that. Um, I wish I could explain it. Um, I myself have been frustrated sometimes because I feel that I'm pouring myself out into these songs, singing them with as much emotion as I can possibly muster. Um, and it always sounds the same to me. You know, it's the same thing you hear. It's the same kind of cool voice you know, singing, uh, and you would never, you you really have to listen to the lyrics to get the depth of what I'm talking about. Um, You know, it's just, 
I, that's just my style. Mm-hmm. It's the way it's developed over time. It's not deliberate. It's just the way it happened. Um, yeah, I wish I could explain it better, but that's there's no no other. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know why it came out. Comes out. <laughs> I think it's it, it's so interesting because to me it actually adds more depth to what you're talking about in the song. Like it makes me think like wow, this is really emotional and sometimes like super sad or, or horrific. Not all the time, yeah, yeah. but but it's it happens every day, you know? So why are we, you know, maybe why are we getting crazy about it? It's things that happen to people every day. Yeah. You know? I guess it's like, you know, when a child makes a huge dramatic fuss over something that ends up being very small, um, you know, if they throw a tantrum or... Uh, you know, it's, it's that it's, this is the opposite of that. Right. This is like a person, if I can think of myself in the third person right now, uh, it's like a person who's seen a lot and experienced a lot. And uh, th- there's just no drama about it. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the drama is in the fact that you have to keep going no matter what, you know, that's, um, it's just more effective yeah to do it that way uh and in over over time that's what works yeah yeah for me even though uh i mean anyone who's close to me knows that i def i get angry i get sane i do have this range of emotions but um but even my daughter says i'm not particularly demonstrative (laughs) um but but i i feel my i feel things and i express them um but it's just that's just the way my emotional makeup developed. Yeah, it's so interesting. To me, it's like a tap on the shoulder saying, this is fucked up, like, over here. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, that's how kind of how I intend it. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like, yeah. this is happening over here. Yeah, look over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so interesting. So many of these songs you've been playing for, like, a long time. Um, do you still find something new in them when you perform or listen? I always find something new. Um, I always find something new in the songs. And if I don't like a song or if I, I'm not finding something new, it's easy to drop it from the set. Um, pretty much I can drop almost any song except for, say, Tom's Diner or Luca. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always find something new. Luca has a lot of meaning to me, and I know it has a lot of meaning to people in the audience. So uh, I never get tired of it. And Tom's Diner has, uh, again, has a lot of meaning to people. It's something that they partied to, something that they went, they have memories of raves in the 90s. You know, so people sort of want to get freaky um, at the shows and they want to dance to it or they want to sing along to it. And I love that. I think it's great. So I I wholeheartedly participate in in what the audience is feeling for both of those. Songs. Yeah, that's cool. I have a big smile on my face thinking about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I like that you included Lou Reed's Walk on the Wild Side, and I, I really liked your story about that. Um, oh, good. And, and, um, your, and your inspiration from Lou Reed. Um, can you just share a little bit about that here? Yeah. Yeah. Uh... As a teenager, I didn't go to a lot of shows. 
I listened to music a lot, but I didn't go see anyone perform. And so the first time I actually went to a concert was I went to see Lou Reed at Columbia University. I, I went on a date with someone who had an extra ticket. Um, and at first, I really felt that he was not my thing, you know, that this just was like nothing I'd ever really seen before. And I wasn't so much into rock and roll. The whole glam era of the 70s was not something I connected with. But I really liked his songwriting. And I realized that he was telling stories, really. And there were... Mm-hmm. One thing that uh, that I appreciated about his um, s- storytelling was that he, for example, could write from a male perspective, but he could also write from a female perspective. And he seemed to be very comfortable going back and forth. Um, and he also seemed to be unafraid of of any kind of subject matter. He would just go for it. Mm-hmm. So um, I learned a lot from listening to his albums and also from watching him uh, from watching him perform that night and then really getting to know his style over time. Uh, and in the end, we became friends, and it was a it was a, a really wonderful friendship. That's really cool. Yeah. It is interesting when you realize that you have like these like aha moments and you know you can pinpoint them in your yeah. life, you know. You're like, what if yeah, I didn't go to the show what... that day? What would have happened? You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I would probably would have found someone else or maybe I would have met up with him at a different time. Yeah. Um, it was just a, a great moment. You know, it was the mo I think it was the week I'd moved out of my parents' apartment. So I was on my own for the first time. Uh and it was great. I, I was really, I really embraced it. It was something I was ready. Yeah. I was ready to yeah. see whatever he was going to reveal. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. So I think you did some live stream shows around this album too. Is that right? Yeah, I did uh, a big one in October mm-hmm. of last year. We went to the blue note and we did a whole like hour, hour long show. We did the whole uh, album, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you been doing like? Is that the only live stream stuff you've been doing, or? No, I did a couple uh, earlier ones over the summer. I did a few benefits from my little den here. Yeah. Uh, the first one I did was I did like a live stream from home that was a double bill with Nora Jones. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah it was so cool, and we did it as a benefit for the health and hospitals. Mm-hmm. Um, association for the frontline workers here in New York. Uh, and that was in June. And then I did one for my birthday on July 11th. And that went to help the Parkinson's Foundation because my mom has Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did like a half an hour. Um, then And then I, I really had a lot of fun doing the Greenwich Village Folk Festival uh, in August. So it was pretty steady for a while. Yeah, it's interesting. Like I, we were trying to figure out a way to make them feel more, I guess, interactive and human, because it's so weird to perform to like a, a to nobody. I guess. Yeah, I mean, technically, yeah. you know, they're there. You know, yeah. you know that they're out there, and yeah. that they hopefully they're enjoying themselves. But it is kind of odd to finish, and then like no applause, and it's just you and like the dog. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> I think yeah. it's it's it is fun. We found like to have more than one person, like you said with Nora Jones, like maybe that's a way to at least trade off or be 
have somebody that you can interact with. <laughs> yeah, we didn't actually. Oh, she you did didn't? one. No. She did the she did yeah. the first one from her home, and oh, then I, I did the second one yeah. from my home. So we had no interaction at all. Yeah, it's her. it's a little bit weird, but better than nothing, right? It's what we gotta we got what yeah. we gotta do these days. I actually liked it. I enjoyed it. I mean, it was very harrowing in a way, mm-hmm. and I learned I learned a lot from it. I got as excited to do it as I would for a real show. That's cool. Uh, That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And people seem to really love it. So I think it's good Like people have maybe not, not the same feeling as going to a live show, but a good feeling from watching online and even being able to message other people that are watching at the same time and at least interacting in some way. Yeah, it's a much more intimate kind of thing than seeing someone on a stage. You get to see their books in the yeah, background. You right. get to see, yeah. in my case, in my my birthday um, live stream, my daughter kept texting my husband um, and kept telling him that the sound wasn't high enough. So he kept coming in to say the sound wasn't <laughs> high enough. So we kept having all these yeah. interruptions of various things right. going on. Or like so, your dog you know, comes every- in or your... Kid, Joe comes in, or my yeah. my husband apparently was washing the dishes, and people kept going, "Does he have so to wash the dishes funny. now?" <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. It feels like you're you get to know somebody more. Like, okay, they're yeah, they're almost human. too well. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have your laundry hanging up in the background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. it's been great to chat with you. Um, congratulations on the album; it's beautiful. We'll be playing it a bunch of times here in our house because we're big fans, and um, wishing you all the best. That is so great. Thank you so much for having me as your guest. Yeah, thank you. Have a good day. Okay. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.